Welcome to The Mountain Podcast. The Mountain Church is dedicated to helping people love Jesus and the people they encounter every day. Today, you will listen to our most recent Sunday sermon. So sit back, relax, and let Jesus speak to you wherever you may be. And now, this week's sermon. Today. I mean, that was worship. You know, when when you worship, the enemy can't follow you. I'm telling you, you want to drown some devils, just keep worshiping. God told Pharaoh, let my people go so that they might worship me. And as the enemy tried to follow the worship, they were drowned in the waters of worship. God wants you to drown some devils this morning in your life. And you know what else happened during worship? God says, you're not going out empty-handed in this one. I'm going to create a transfer in your life. There's going to be a transfer of wealth in your life, and you're not going to leave empty. You know what? When you're done with the battle, if you will worship God, you won't leave anywhere empty in your life. Amen? There is substance that God wants you to leave with. And I believe the Lord has placed a word on my heart for you today. You know, it's interesting because, and it's good, you know, you see in in every new year, people say, well, this is the year God is going to do this, and God is going to do that more in 2024, you know, different things like that. That's good, you know, but, you know, this time when I was praying and I was asking God, God, what's going to happen in the new year? God says, I know what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? He says, I have a whole book full of what I'm going to do in your life. But what are you going to do in life? There's promises, restoration, reconciliation, prosperity, abundance, you name it. It is in the promises of God that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. God asked me, what are you going to do? So I understood, Lord, what's my responsibility as I enter this year? Because I want to see some different things happen in life. Is there anybody in here and you want to see something different happen in life? It always gets better with God. It always gets, all he has to do is, open up another realm of his glory in our life. And all of a sudden you see where you're at and and God has taken you to another dimension. God has another dimension for every one of us to enter into. And I want you to turn with me in your Bibles today to the Gospel of John chapter 21. I'm just going to read... I'm going to read verses 3 through 11. The Gospel of John. Anybody have their Bibles here today? If you're there, say amen. Let's begin. Simon Peter saith unto them, I'm going fishing. 
They say unto him, We're also going with you. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have you any meat? And they answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast on the net on the right side of the ship, and you will find. They cast therefore, and now there were, they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Don't you just love the King James? It's the only place we can get away with saying fishes. Therefore, that disciple who Jesus loves saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. I know who this is. This is Jesus. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt himself with the fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciple came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were 200 cubits, dragging the net with fishes. As soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire on the coals there, and the fish laid thereon in the bread. Jesus saith unto them, Bring of the fish which you have caught now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land, full of the great fishes, a hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, listen to this, yet was not the net broken. He said, you're not going to lose it this time. Everything that I have destined and ordained for your life, it's not getting away this year. Everything you lost in 2023, it's not getting away this next year. Your net is not going to break in this next year. I am going to enable you to maintain and receive everything that I have destined and ordained for your life. Amen? I want to go back. I want to read something in verse 7. Therefore, that disciple who Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt himself with a fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked and did cast himself into the sea. I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell them, Get out of the boat. Come on, turn to the person next to you. Tell them, get out of the boat. God has a sea of blessing that he wants you to jump into this year. God has a sea of grace that he wants you to jump into this year. A sea of favor that he wants you to jump into this year. God wants you to jump into his abundance this year, but you have to get out of the boat. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day that you have given us, Lord. And even as the first Sunday of the new year to enter into a new dimension of your presence, of your glory, Lord, we thank you for what you have done in the past. But, Lord, right now we thank you on credit. For what you're about ready 
to do for us this year. This morning, God, we thank you for the healing we're going to experience. We thank you for the abundance that we're about ready to experience. We thank you for the favor that we're about ready to experience. Lord, we thank you for everything we're going to experience this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, when God starts speaking to us about change, and about new dimensions and new things, we love the idea. We get excited about the idea of things happening for us. We love the theory and the idea of it, but many times once we take that step, the experience is a little bit different. Has anybody ever experienced something different than what you expected to experience? You heard about a promise from God, and you got out and started walking, and you said, oh, Lord, what in the world did I do? I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, sometimes I, I get the opportunity to go to different uh, places, different countries, and minister, and, and I don't like these preachers that tell you, well, give your life to Jesus, and everything is going to be okay. Because when I gave my life to the Lord, all hell started breaking loose. But he didn't leave me in there. He took me through the hell I was experiencing and brought me into a heavenly atmosphere. And many times we like the idea of change and we take a step out because we want to see God do something different in our life. And then we hit a crisis or we hit a trauma. And because of that difficulty and that challenge, we tend to go back to something comfortable, to something familiar to something where we feel safe and secure because walking out there on faith, Lord, this is a little bit scary for me. And we walk out into those things and all of a sudden, because we experience a loss, we experience some trauma, we experience some difficulty, we tend to lean on other things. We tend to lean on people. We tend to lean on Money, we tend to lean on other things. And when we lean too hard, those things can break down. And let me tell you something, you can never lean on Jesus and have him break down in your life. He is so strong. He says, the government is upon my shoulders. You can throw every care upon me and I will carry it right through the fire for you. He is able today to carry everything, no matter how heavy or challenging or difficult it might be in life. Your future might seem a little bit difficult, but Christ is able to carry it to its fulfillment. And when you go through these things, they're intimidating, and this leads Peter to a decision. He says, um... I, I, I'm going fishing. I'm going to go back to what I knew worked yesterday. 
What I'm experiencing right now is different. Jesus didn't fulfill things I expected him to fulfill. He didn't do things that I thought he was going to do. So I am going to slip back into the what I was doing yesterday and the way I was doing things. Have you ever went back to something you were doing yesterday? The way you were doing it yesterday. And Peter, you know, we think of backsliding as sliding back into sin. But backsliding is not always sliding back into sin. It's sliding back into something that God has called you out of. Hmm. I hope you heard that. It's when God has called you into a different place and you keep sliding back because, Lord, I feel more secure and it's comfortable in an old relationship. It's comfortable in an old job. It's comfortable in an old atmosphere. Lord, I don't know if I really want to get out there on the waters with you. And we see our comfort, and we want that comfort. And this is what causes Peter to say, you know what? I am going fishing. And as soon as this joker went fishing, all the other ones went fishing too. Be careful about your decisions. Your decisions not only affect you, your decisions affect everybody around you. Your decisions will affect your husband, your wife, your children, everybody that you are connected to. Life is not all about me. Life is about everything around me and the Christ that wants to save this world. And sometimes I get so selfish, well, I don't care about that. I'm going to do what I want to, really? But I don't know if that's what Jesus would have done. And you got to understand that when you make a decision, it affects everybody else. Come on. When, when David decided to go out to battle with the Philistines, he came back to a burnt city and captive wives and children. His decision not only affected him, it affected everybody in his family. So I need to be aware that the decisions that I'm making in my life is going to affect everybody else around me. Whether I like it or not, whether I care about it or not, they're going to affect everybody. And Peter started affecting everybody. He said, I'm going fishing. He said, we're going back there too. We're going to rebuild the old church building. We're going to remodel that instead of stepping out into a new dimension where God has planned for us to go. And Peter was, you know, this fellow was a hard choice because Peter was conflicted. Oftentimes I see myself in Peter and I get encouraged with Peter because Peter gives me hope. I don't know about you, but Peter, he was always cutting and cussing. You hit the right nerve on Peter, you would leave the church service without any ears. 
And Jesus has to put them back on you as you're walking out the door. Here you go. I know I know. Peter ripped you up today. Here the, the preacher ripped you up, but here's the ears back. <laughs> oh, Peter, you're over there warming yourself in the enemy's fire? Have you ever got caught up in criticism where you start criticizing somebody else and all of a sudden you're warming yourself in somebody else's fire against a person you were supposed to be standing with? And he's warming himself in the enemy's fire. Well, I know you, Peter. You were also with. I'm not going to say something that Peter said probably in the church service. It wouldn't be a good thing. Peter started cutting and cussing. He was cussing those people. He was cutting people. But Peter gives me hope because I know that God does not give up on crazy people. Anybody crazy in here and you you agree with that? Make some noise for the Lord if you're a little bit crazy. Lord, I thank you. You don't give up on crazy people. Even when you tell, you know, go call my disciples and Peter. I can't leave this crazy one out of the mix. I need this guy. That's why if you're a little bit different in here today, don't worry about it. God hasn't left you out of the mix. He still needs you in his kingdom. I know you've been warming yourself in some of the wrong fires, and there's some other things you've done that are not so good, but you know what? God has need of you. You're still a little bit crazy, but God's grace is sufficient for you in every area and aspect where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done yesterday. It matters the decisions that you are making today. Yeah, you know, he he was crazy because if I read in Matthew, you know, I if I do a psychoanalysis on Peter... He had multiple personalities. Kind of today, like what the doctors would call bipolar, you know? You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not been revealed this, but it has been revealed by my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter. There is two people in one body. Have you ever met anybody that you feel like there's a Lord, please deliver them. I don't know who I'm going to get today, Jekyll or Hyde. <laughs> and there's there's not only two people in there. You know, Peter, Simon is unstable. You know, he's a little bit unstable. Peter is the rock. You know, some of us are like Simon on Saturday night. You might be at the club on Saturday night like Simon. You come to church on Sunday, there you are. You're the rock lifting your hands. 
Lord, you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. You know, and, and we go through these seasons in life. There you go. I got a witness in here. Thank you. <laughs> so Simon goes from being unstable to being the rock. And then all of a sudden, a few verses later, the rock goes to being somebody else. Jesus tells them how he must suffer, and Peter says, far be it from you, Lord. You don't have to suffer. We want easy religion. And he says, get behind me. So he's got Simon. He's got Peter. And now all of a sudden, he's got Satan there too. Have you ever felt like you've been Simon, Peter, and Satan? And you're on this roller coaster ride in your journey with the, with the Lord. You're, you're trying to walk by faith the best you can, and, but you're going up. And you, how many of you have ever went up and down faster than you wanted to go up and down? And it's created some anxiety and some restlessness, butterflies in the spirit. And you're like, oh, Lord, I went so high yesterday. How do I go so low today? And Satan is the adverse. So he goes from being the rock to being adverse to God's purposes. Deliver me, Lord, from the evil. Yes, sir. I know you don't want to give me a witness, but let me ask your wife, your husband, or your children if they have ever seen Satan after the service. I'm trying to be real with you. Because what we need to do is we need to learn how to come to church without all of our disguises. Lord, get me out of God, Jesus did not come to save your disguise. He came to save you. He did not come to give grace to your disguise. He came to give grace to you. And he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are, you don't need 10 steps or 12 steps. You just need to take one step. If you take one step, I'll take all of the rest of the steps in your life. Peter, boy, I, I love this guy. I'm like, Lord, I can identify with Peter here. You know, he's up one day, he's down the next day. Lord, what is, what is going on in my life? I'm going to be who you called me to be. I don't care about the disguise. I'm coming to you, Lord, with one step. And I think sometimes we're too busy showing God our strength that he cannot show us his strength. Jesus says, well, stretch forth your hand, and we're, we're posing for the Lord, you know? A Ronnie Coleman pose with our biceps. 
And he says, I don't want your strength. You're too strong for me to deliver. If you would just show me your weakness, I'll show you my strength is made perfect in your weakness. He wants to see the weaknesses in our life, and we care too much about other people, what they think about us. It's not my image that matters. It's his image that matters. I remember when I got saved, there was a man by the name of Tommy Tenney, and and he said something that was just really touched me. He said, you cannot seek his deity and maintain your dignity. I was like, Lord, can you say that again to me? If I'm going to seek his deity, I cannot maintain my dignity. I got to lose it before the Lord. I know you might not like it, but I have to praise the Lord. And I will praise him in ways that you don't know about. You might be upset with me, but I'm going to get loud and praise him. My hair might come down, but I'm going to get loud and praise him. My makeup might run down my face, but I got to praise the Lord. You don't know what he has delivered me from. I know I get loud, but I got to praise him. I know you get nervous in here, but I got to praise him. I know you might not like it, but I get loud and I got to praise him. When you go through enough trouble and Jesus has delivered you, you will open up your mouth and give God a praise. And the reason you're sitting there with your hands crossed, you ain't been in enough trouble yet. If anybody's been delivered from something in here, I would just stop for a moment and give God some praise. You got to be like David sometimes. You know, you might lose your coat and a couple other things. People might despise you, but you know what? I will get more. I will do more in the presence of my God. You're not going to stop what is about ready to come out of my mouth. Thing is, I love Jesus. I don't know about you, but when I when I walked into the church, now I I don't share this very often. I had been sniffing meth, shooting cocaine, addicted to heroin, and when I walked into the church, everything got had to stay out. God delivered me. Twenty-five to life I was facing, and he said, you can walk around scot-free. 
So if you have a problem with me getting loud, let me tell you what. I'll get loud. I'll shout his name from the rooftops. I'll lift up my voice like a trumpet. Because if it had not been for the goodness of God and all that he's done for me. Anybody thankful for Jesus? If it wasn't for the Lord, you might be dead right now. You might be in a mental mental institution right now. You might be in prison right now. That's why I'm not going to worry about upsetting you. I'm going to let everything that has breath praise. And, and there's Peter and you know, there's Simon, Peter, Satan, and they're, they're all in there. Jesus said, go call this joker. And Peter, don't leave him out. Somebody in here ought to say, thank you, Lord, for not leaving me out. Lord, thank you for not leaving me out. I know I messed up and I failed you, Lord, but thank you for not leaving me out. I know I did some dirt in my life, but thank you for not leaving me out. I might even be doing some dirt right now, but Lord, thank you for not leaving me out. And he's going through conflict. But don't worry about conflict in your life. I know it's troubling. Yes, I, I feel it. But Paul says, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which none of the princes of this world knew. Had they known it, they never would have crucified the Lord of glory. For eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it. He says, if the devil knew what he was doing when he attacked you, he would have left you alone. If the devil knew what he was doing when he attacked you, you would never know healing unless you knew sickness. You would never know joy unless you knew sorrow. And it's interesting, he says, you know, the enemy has a plan for your life, but God has a purpose. Oh, I just want to stop right there and say, Lord, thank you for your purpose. Because your wisdom is so great, you will take the plan of my enemy, include it in your purpose, work all things together for good and fulfill my destiny. That's why Jesus never said, no, Judas, don't do this. Please don't do this. You know what's going to happen? Things are going to break down. In your he never said that. He said, Judas, what you do, do it quickly. You have a plan. And the faster the enemy fulfills his plan, the faster God can fulfill his purpose. I would thank God for the trouble I'm in right now. Lord, I know that that's why I have a message that, that God developed in my heart. He said, uh, keep your Judas next to you. 
Judas, I ain't letting you go. You have a plan, but God has a purpose, and you're part of that. When Peter said, far be it from you, Lord, you don't have to suffer, he said, get behind me. When Judas came, he said, friend. He said, the enemy's plan is going to do more for my purpose than a plan of comfort. Is there anybody under attack right now? Under attack in your mind, under attack in your heart, under attack in your family, under attack in your emotions. If you're under attack, you ought to just thank God and say, Lord, I know you have a purpose in this pain anyway. I know I've been under attack right now, but if the devil what you're going to do to me, you got about three days to do it because in three days, I'm going to come up with so much of God's purpose. I'm going to defeat your plan in my life. Hey, Judah, you and all the brothers, you guys can throw me into this pit. You have a plan to destroy me, but God has a purpose. You know, oftentimes promotion doesn't look like the way we would create promotion. Every time God's going to promote us, he allows betrayal. So the next time you see betrayal, get ready for promotion. Lord, it's going to be pastor that's going to carry me to my destiny. Yeah, thank you for encouraging me through pastor. <laughs> pastor is going to help me get there. But you know what? It's going to be the Ishmaelites and the Midianites, those rough things in life that are going to come across like a vehicle of destiny, pick me up in the pit and carry me exactly where I <laughs> If you're going through something difficult and hard right now, it's probably a vehicle that's carrying you to destiny. So Judas, you're my friend. You know, it's interesting because watch this. Judas says, the, the one that I'm, I'm going to go to, the one that I'm going to kiss, that's him. So betrayal reveals who you really are. I'll get out of that one. That's too heavy for you guys this morning. <laughs> betrayal identifies who you really are. It's not the blessing. I know I can lift my hands and praise the Lord during a blessing, but can I be like Jesus? On the night that he was betrayed, he took bread and blessed it. You got to be able to bless God during the betrayals in your life. Like the psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually Are you getting something out of this this morning? 
I think God is ministering to some people right now. You're changing your perspective on everything. Jesus is saying, don't say there's four months and then comes the harvest. Lift up your eyes for the well, what you're about ready to enter into is already there. Don't put it, keep putting it off until tomorrow. God has destined for victory today. And Peter says, I'm going fishing. I'm going to get back on my boat. I'm going to go back to what used to work in my life. And for Peter, it was always about the boat. When Jesus was sleeping, it was on the boat. And that's where Peter questioned God's love. Lord, carest not thou that we perish? I know, I don't know if he spoke King James, but... Lord, what are you doing in my life? Do you see what I'm going through right now? And you said, Jesus loves me. He was on the boat. Jesus said, I'm going to send you directly into a storm. And the winds are going to be so adverse you thought you were going to make it to the other side. That was the promise, but about midway. Anybody ever stopped midway? And you said, Lord, I'm trying to move forward. I'm trying to pray. I'm trying to give. I'm trying to fast, and this ain't working in my life. What got quiet? Right here, Lord, I give you a witness on that one. <laughs> They had a new problem. They had never experienced that type of problem. But as soon as a new problem came, new presence came. They'd never seen Jesus walk on water before. Oops. So if you've got a new problem in your life, get ready for new presence in your life. Jesus is about to reveal himself in a way you have never seen him reveal before. He comes walking on water, and everybody's scared. Lord, if it's you, get me out of this boat. This is what you designed for me. Jesus said, guess what, Peter? Come. Peter got out and started walking on water. A way he had never walked before. Is there anybody in here and you want to walk like you have never walked before? God has some supernatural provision for you to start because through his presence comes provision in your life. And when you start walking supernaturally, you start walking in a new dimension of God's provision in your life. He said, "Woo, this is good. I'm out of the boat, but Lord, these are some winds and waves. And I know I see the it up to my ankles. And because of, there's so much adversity, 
That's the greatest prayer I've ever heard prayed. Sometimes you don't have to go through God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God of David, Isaiah, and Ezekiel, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son. Sometimes you don't have that time. You just say, Lord, help me. I need an answer right now, Lord. Help. Is there anybody in here and you just ever cried out, Lord, help me. My family is falling apart. Lord, help me. My job is falling apart. Lord, help me. My house is falling. Lord, help me. And Jesus said, okay, Peter, we're going back to the boat. You feel comfortable and secure over here. Then Jesus gets resurrected, and he's appearing, and he's disappearing. Have you ever seen Jesus appear and then disappear? Lord, I thought you were appearing for something better this time, and now as soon as you came, you're gone. And Peter says, I don't understand. I'm going fishing. Let me go back to the boat. And when he is back in the boat, they try and they try and they try, but there's no success. Have you ever tried to go back to something that worked yesterday? And it doesn't work. Stop wasting all of your energy. If God wants it shut down, let it shut down. Joshua, yes, it's true. My servant Moses is dead. Stop trying to give him CPR and get up and move forward. Can we get some... uh Keyboard or some music? Yeah, thank you, brother. If it's not working, maybe it's time for you to get out of the boat. And it wasn't working all night. It wasn't working. Overtime, and it wasn't working. You know what's interesting is the enemy wants to make you think that the way to prosper is to work more. But the way to prosper is to worship more. Moses rolled up on Pharaoh, let my people go so that they might worship me. Pharaoh said, what is this nonsense? You want to worship? I'm going to remove this straw. You're going to have to work overtime. You're going to miss church because you're working on Sunday. Picking up an extra shift. But God says, no, the way I want you to prosper is to worship more. They worked all night long, and Jesus showed up. Says, um, I'm going to show you how to do this one. But the reason I'm going to bless this 
is to create a greater blessing in your life. He said, throw the net right here. Throw the net right here. And they enclosed such a multitude of fish. And what was amazing is back in Luke chapter 5, the net broke. But God says, when you step into this next dimension, it's not going to break this time. Everything that I have destined and ordained for your life is going to be captured. You know what the Lord is telling me to tell you? You're not going to lose it this time. You're not going to lose it this time. You're not going to lose the joy this time. You're not going to lose the peace this time. You're not going to lose the investment this time. You're not going to lose the vision this time. You're not going to lose your dream this time. And when Peter was taking in the, the harvest, John who was the one that laid his head on the bosom of Jesus. I don't know which one of you are, Simon, Peter, or Satan right now, but you know what? I know who this is. That's Jesus. Because a worshiper will always know how to recognize God in the middle of a situation. This is Jesus. He wrapped himself with a coat. He said, 2023 is the last time you're going to find me in this boat. 2024 is a new year for me and I'm going to get out of this comfort zone. I'm going to get out of this thing that's holding me back. I'm going to jump in the sea that you have waiting for me. And that time, you never see Peter back on the boat. That was his last moment in that thing. When you walk through the doors this morning, God wants you to know that was your last, that can be your last time in that thing in your life. That when you came in here today, you have an opportunity to leave every boat behind in your life. I don't know what your boat is this morning, we all have our boat. We all have places where we get stuck, places of security that we want to keep going back to every time fear hits our heart and we get intimidated. But God wants you out of that today. He said, I'm giving you the opportunity to jump into a new dimension that is going to change the rest of your life for eternity. Tell your neighbor again, get out of the boat. 
Abraham's boat was Lot. Moses' boat was Aaron. What is your boat this morning? It might be a relationship in your life that you keep going back to. It might be an attitude that makes you feel secure or the way you deal with people instead of the way you should be dealing with people. God wants you out today. And what I want to ask you right now is if you're ready to leave your boat behind, I would like you to stand with me. Now, you don't have to stand if you're going to crawl back in there on the way out the doors. The Lord sent me here today to tell somebody it's over in your life. Let what you are putting behind you be behind you from this day. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Forget what even happened on the way to service. If you cut somebody yelling out the window on the way to service, it's okay, God will put the ear back on. If you cussed at somebody on the way into service, he'll forgive you today. The grace of God is here in this moment right now. He doesn't want you to stay where you've been for so long. God is ready to put something new into your life. Father, everything that's been holding back in this life, Lord God, I thank you for victory, Lord God, that is coming. Lord, I see in her heart, Lord, it's been like a troubled sea of water, Lord God, where the winds are blowing against her in such adversity. But the Lord wants you to know that he is on your side. And greater is he that is in you right now than he that is in the world. feel, Lord, she feels like the situation is too big for her, Lord. But the Lord says he's going to show you how big he is in your life. You might think that he's forgotten about the situation or even forsaken you in the situation. But God wants you to know that he's going to stabilize you like never before. And change is going to begin to take place in your life. In Jesus' name. Now, in this moment, I just want you to just continue to think about the Lord. Continue to tell him, Lord, this is what I'm leaving behind as I go into a new year. There's a whole book of what you're going to do in my life. But this day, I'm making a decision. step out.
Father, every enemy that is coming against this life right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that his foot is going to shift. It's going to be on the neck of the enemy. Lord, sometimes he feels like the enemy has his foot on him. But Lord, I thank you for the supernatural release in his life, Father God. Where, Lord, he is going to see things change in 2024, Lord God. You're trading places right now. Where the enemy seemed like he was coming against you, God says you're going to rise up in a brand new strength in the coming year. And God is about ready to put some newness in your life. Lord, He's been there's been some trouble. Lord, some concern over the family, Lord God. Father, some th certain things that have been weighing upon his heart and upon his mind. But the Lord says, I got this one. name. You know, sister, I, I hear a song, and I'm sure you probably know it. It says, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. tried to come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord says he's raising up a standard on your behalf. And like Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes. And he saw the armies. Look, God says you're going to see his armies fighting on your behalf. You're going to be able to stand still and see the salvation, the salvation of the Lord. For the, the enemy that you see today, God says you're going to see again, no longer. Lord, she's in the midst of a fight, in the midst of a battle right now, but I thank you, Lord, for victory, Lord God. God says this is your time and your season, and all of a sudden things are going to be, God's going to make a difference in every situation. I see another door opening up for you. You're going to apprehend everything God has called you to apprehend in Jesus' name. I want you in this moment just to tell the Lord, Lord, I'm leaving that boat behind. I'm jumping in the sea that you have called me and are calling me to enter into. Lord, we're going to leave everything from yesterday behind because we know that you have a new destiny for us tomorrow. Lord, just for new destiny in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, you have purpose and you have hope, Lord God, that's going to begin to open up. Lord, at times he feels like so many things are blocked in his life. But the Lord says he's going to begin to author something so unique in your life. 
that's going to remove your own understanding. And even circumstances and situations that you're discouraged about. God says he's going to take care of it in your life. You might not be able to figure out how or what's going to happen. But God says, don't worry about the details. He is going to handle the details for you. Lord, at times, he, he doesn't even feel like you're there or the love is shedding upon his life. But God says he's there in a supernatural way. And very soon, he's going to show you that he is on your side. You know, I, I see there's a, there's a scripture in Joshua chapter 5. Joshua sees the angel of the Lord. He thinks it's a man. And he runs up and says, are you for us or are you against us? The man said, neither. It was the angel of the Lord. Because that wasn't the question. The question for Joshua, it was, are you for me or are you against me? And as Joshua understood it was the Lord, God began to lead him through every battle. God wants you to know that he's going to be the leader in every battle. Lord, he's felt forsaken in his life, Lord, even even by people that are supposed to care about him, Lord God, there's been a feeling of loneliness and being forsaken. But I thank you, Father, for the spirit of acceptance that is upon you. The Lord's going to be a father to you in a brand new way. And he's going to open up doors you never dreamed would open up in Jesus' name. Assignment for you. 
in Jesus' name. Father, I sense clarity is coming to this life, Lord God. Father, there might be a lot of things going on in different directions and decisions for him in the future. Lord, he doesn't have to be anxious or restless about anything. The Lord wants you to know that he has an assignment that he has placed. And you might not be like other people and be able to fit in fully with everybody else. But the Lord says that's okay. He never designed you to fit in fully with everybody else. He's made you unique. And he's about ready to change things. You don't have to fit in. People are going to start trying to fit in with you. God's going to begin to develop the qualities. You know, there, there's so many things I see that you keep inside that you submerge and you push down a lot of times because you 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 might feel like people are not understanding or, or or quite know what's going on in your life, but God knows exactly what's going on in your heart and in your spirit. And he says you can release it from to him. He has destiny and purpose for you. And I see different doors God is going to open up for your future. Father, there's a new excellence, Lord God, that is coming in areas where the enemy has tried to capture him and push his talents and giftings. Lord, he's felt like people don't recognize his talents and giftings, Lord God. But God has put them inside of you, and he's going to allow there to be a great recognition upon the things he's placed in your life. In Jesus' name. trying to raise up and cause fear. See, when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. God says the things that were against you are going to be the things that encourage and nourish you. That's the way you're going to see God's approval and God's favor upon your life. You have felt like things have been shut in life. That's okay. God says he's about ready to open up more things than what has been shut down. And he is going to begin to show you the value that he has created you with. There is a treasure on the inside of you that is shining, that is going to begin to shine in a great way. Lord, I bind depression in the name of Jesus and discouragement over situations not turning out to be right, Lord God. Father, there's going to be a divine turnaround in her life, and things that have went wrong are going to turn around and go right for her. Lord, I sense a new testimony that's coming upon her, Lord God. Father, she's also felt like, Lord, she, she's been... <laughs> bit disconnected from you, but God is going to plug you back in with some encouragement in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, for all of us, God has something, that sea of blessing for you. 
everything in his word is yes and amen. Nothing is going to hinder you. And the Lord wants you to know, just jump off the boat. Trust him. And you'll never go back to a season of failure and a season where you were not able to apprehend the harvest. God wants you to know that if you will jump into that, there is a season of success for your life that you have never imagined. Amen. So, Father, right now we thank you for the season of success. You know, the church... The church is going to explode like a volcano. Because of the openness and the love that God has designed and destined in this place, you're getting ready for a harvest where your net is not going to be broken and things are not going to come in and go out. God is going to fill it in a brand new way. And I don't know how soon, but in the this place is not going to be big enough for what God wants to do in your lives. And when you get there, don't look back on small beginnings as something. Look, God's, God sees what he's doing. I see a piece of land that God has ordained for this church. Oh, there he is. your pastor. He's wonderful, isn't he? I was telling people that I know, you got to meet this guy. He's different than all the other pastors I talk to. <laughs> and he loves you guys. I don't connect with people that are ingenuine. I have the gift of goodbye in my life. People pray for the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy. Lord, I thank you for the gift of goodbye. <laughs> so when I see somebody's not there, it's okay. You can, you and the donkeys, or you and the servants stay here. My, I and the child are going to worship. This is genuine what you guys have right here. And I know they're encouraging you to get out of the boat see a piece of land that God has ordained in this. Thank you, Jesus. Every reference point, what you have in the past, what God can do, he's going to do exceedingly and abundantly. The reference point is not big enough for your lives. I hope you understand that. The reference point of what God has done yesterday, what you've seen God do. And people that have pointed at you, laid you aside and cast you off, God says they're going to come and try to take you hand in hand to walk with what he is doing in your lives. Not only is he going to give you a piece of land, supernatural provision is coming so that you can build a facility I know you guys are not about the facility, but guess what? God wants a place for his people, especially where his heart and his love is shed abroad. And the Lord says, this is going to be signed, sealed, and delivered 
because it has been approved by heaven in this moment, in Jesus' name. for listening to the mountain podcast the mountain church is located in las vegas nevada with services happening every sunday at 9 a.m and 11 a.m if you'd like to know more about the mountain church please visit us at the mtnchurch.com or watch one of our services on youtube again thank you for tuning in